Neon Black, I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Ryan Jaso. I'm Bonner. Back. Uh, Seb is, is still recovering from his calf implant surgery, so uh, he'll be out for a couple more weeks. Should I start talking in a British accent? You're more British than Seb is, so that's not saying much. <laughs> you want to be the second worst Brit alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Seb's going to look sick with those new calves, though. He looks so small. He is, he is. You know he's got lipo before? He's gotten lipo before? <laughs> it, obviously, it, it worked. It didn't stick. <laughs> he said it on this podcast, so I can't, I can make fun of that. I'm not, right? I don't know. I don't know. If, I know the statutes of limitation on that one. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Uh, but one thing that there there is statutes limitation over is is Jaso's outrageous claims last week about James Blake. Oh my God, we're a week removed. Jaso, where you at, Doc? Because we have a lot of people mad about that. A lot of people, like uh, a lot of people from Costa Mesa. Because I don't care what you guys think. You're wrong. I no joke today had a DM from a friend of mine from Melbourne. Goes, well, who go. the fuck is James Blake? Yeah, I mean Australia, right around the corner. Yeah, totally. It's a real country and everything. Here's how you have to. Here's Ozone how you have to quit it because obviously we're talking taste. It, and this is a, a scenario where uh, where James Blake, I like his music. He's crazy talented, fairly original. You know, he's cool. He's he's doing his thing. Here, there's the condescend. You hear it, dude? <laughs> I get the waning condescend. Yeah. Point, point 0.5 fairly. for you. One, one 1.5 for me. Uh, <laughs> but like Bonavera is as... You really can't argue that Bonavera hasn't had a bigger influence than James Blake on music. That's not true. You can't. You can't argue that. Actually, the thing is here we're we're arguing about. It's like we're arguing who the better rapper is, and this isn't. Don't take this literally, but we're essentially arguing Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B, and I don't mean that as a taste level. I mean you're arguing about two things that are fairly similar. I I think the difference is though you, and this isn't me knocking you. I just don't think. Bonavera has been on your, has been a part of your world as long as it has been the majority of music listeners. Whereas James Blake, 2017, uh, that album was on. 2016. Just, 2016, that album was on just about everybody's best of list. It's a great album. Mm -hmm. Good song with Bonavera on there. There is. Um, but would you, I would argue that both of you guys weren't that hip to James Blake since. The 2016 album, probably 2016. I'm gonna yeah, argue that I'm still not that. I mean, I've heard, like heard his last stuff. album. Was, like, I get you're a fan, but like it didn't move the needle for him and his career. Like it wasn't a step up for him. You can't argue that it, it was a worse album than his previous album. You know the story about him but, that but, I thought but, you would totally on. be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna super fanboy was the Drake story. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna help you out on this. This, this Bonavera album is not better than his first two albums. No, not at all. I don't know. I mean, we're we're arguing we're arguing in circles against like I don't really care what someone from it's Melbourne by the way from Melbourne 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 what what they think. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's fifty fifty. You, you can't resort to I don't care what they think. Well, I I do like only because cop out. okay. Well, if you want to go, I could just especially be, when we're having analytical arguments. I don't care what you they, they well, I don't care that the, I could be a dickhead right now. I, I don't like Drake, that, but I acknowledge that Drake is uh, the biggest rapper in the world. Okay, well, I was what I was going to say is if you pulled people in the music industry, I think you'd have an overwhelming support for James Blake versus Bon Iver. Once again, I think you'd be wrong, but we should do that. We should do that poll, I think. Yeah, actually, I think it'd be kind of interesting. I'd, I'd, Great. So in PJ's this room, in the there's one. Industry. PJ's in the music right, industry. So it's, it's one to one. And I think Chris would have my back too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk new music and wait one last thing on it go ahead the, where we will be a fan of James Blake is the infamous now that's come and resurfaced re recently is this the Drake story 
the Drake story is all I don't time. remember the Drake story. So the Drake story is he, James actually, uh, the original version of Zero He says it like he knows him. James, old Jimmy. Old JB. Uh, not Justin Bonner. The, the OG JB. <laughs> the OG. Yep. He, I guess, wrote parts of Zero to 100, I believe. And Drake's management team called him flagrant, oh, yeah, I do remember that. flagrantly yeah. to be assholes. The and night before Zero to 100 was supposed to come out and said, oh yeah, we're, this is going to be in this song tomorrow. Can you sign off on this? And he said, go fuck yourself. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I haven't heard it. And uh, I, don't, I don't care how much money it is. I don't operate that way. I thought you'd appreciate that. Oh well, yeah, I like that you called no, well, him out. You said it. I, I, did, I, did, I remember it, but I just still can't get over like it. Just if there's one artist that's fully realized at this point, that's while he's still in his musical prime, it, it's it's Justin Vernon, and and it's just wild that the not to take away from James Blake, but he's just not there yet. All right, I'm not saying he won't be. Well, here's the argument: I'm not at, he least, won't be. at least the silver lining there is you you assume that he's got a chance to get there for you. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, he's cr incredibly talented, dude. Okay, all right. Incredibly talented. As long as you guys, I are, was just disappointed yeah. with that last album. It just didn't. Mm. It wasn't a bad album. I thought you were into the track with Mile High. I thought you were into that one with. Um, it's okay, Travis but it doesn't. Scott it doesn't touch the thousand Rosalia. There's some dope. I don't like Rosalia. That's you. That's Seb and Will Runzel. I feel like Jason did homework on James Blake between. Yeah, because last, last week, week he could, there's no. If I would ask for song number two, well, I will say ain't that, happening. Ain't happening. Song number two. Last week I went through and I listened to the entire Bone of Air catalog. Yeah, you I were watched, listening to Forever when I got in your yep, car, and I uh, watched Before the video you sent me. The what is it, Mile 22, whatever that is. about Heaven, the, Heavenly Father, that yeah, one? Yeah, no, 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 not that one. I watched Holos, Holocene. I watched a really interesting interview talking about how he kind of formulated that sound where he took his own With voice. Kanye, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's why Kanye loves him. Yep. And then I went back and listened to the entire James Blake catalog and it was still... Here's, here's, uh, here's I'll give you guys this one for whatever it's worth. My wife fully agrees with you guys and thinks I'm crazy, so... There you go. Not a shocker. <laughs> TK's the sharp one in that relationship. She did think it was Bone Ivor, so whatever. I don't even think we're pronouncing it right. No, I don't think we're. I don't even think we're. But I, you, know, I'm, you guys I'm are trash. right. Yeah. You are right because I watched two interviews and it is Bone Ivor. I, I was, I was Iver going Bonner, uh, Bon Iver was how I pronounce it, but that's my accent. Bon that's my, that's my uh, Cherokee. Welcome back that's, to Neon that's Black. That's my East of the 405 accent. Bony Bear <laughs> versus James Blake. Let's talk new music. 12. Uh, this Friday, we're going to get the first track off, off 1975's new album. The track is called People. Um, only interesting because they've been doing marketing just for this single for five weeks. Mm. They've been seeding this. Just interesting. The, the age we live in. No, you know why it's interesting know. is because I think... Uh, my ears are getting kind of bored of hip hop. You and I God, talked about this so off bad. camera. A lot of it's the same. I appreciate <clears> this. <throat> hip hop's in this place yeah. where they're like, uh, album's dropping tomorrow. You're like, well, uh, okay. There's time being put into these guys' craft. Yeah. Five weeks to promote a single is unheard of in 2018. Yeah. And I think you can get away with just like, hey, I'm dropping an album. Like, uh, 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 the reverse example of is, is the three uh, tracks that Brockhampton have released off their new album mm -hmm. are all really good songs, really cool tracks. Correct. But the music has to be good if you're going to make up for that, for like that lag, hype. for that yeah. lash, yeah, the lash between the vag, the lash between the vag, yeah. that little taint of music. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Potter got the, the creepiest look on his face. Right now. <laughs> that was the first time he smiled the whole podcast. Yeah. So yeah, and then um, I think we we make it a we make it a point. We don't review this album when it comes out because we spend so much time talking about her. 
Uh, we're finally gonna get the Taylor Swift album though. Lover. I love this new single. Dude, it comes oh, out at 823. My God. I, I was in Palm Springs. You guys are that into it? I was in Palm Springs and literally listened to it on repeat. Like, it was my I job. I gotta listen to it. It didn't capture me like uh, Archer did, but. It's, I, it's just, uh, it's, it's so catchy. different from Archer. It is. It's, and it's way different than her first two trash songs. So. Yeah. Well, this one to me was the most experimental thing I think I've heard from her. It sounded like. You mean experimental that actually works? That yeah, like, that yeah, works. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. She was trying to do something more indie, I feel like, that didn't sound contrived. I loved it. Yeah, from like a lyrical standpoint, it sounded like something she actually wrote too, which is like something that seemed like that was in her wheelhouse. And it, I don't know, it was good. I'm also being a dick because every time I listen to it, I'm like, as soon as she starts whining about a dude, I'm out at this point. I'll give her props. She must be growing up. She's been with that the same dude for like three years and never talks about it's hard it. To, it's hard to talk about a breakup when you don't have one. She's happy. But usually you hear about like, it's like, ah, oh, I'm with this guy and this guy. Like she's just kind of been with this yeah, one guy. I don't even know who it is. Some, I think some, some act. She's wrote a lot of slides at the park. She's like us when we were kids at the fucking water park, just like hopping from fucking like, you know, slide to slide. Like great Good dudes. Her. Good for her. Like, you know, yeah. Like yeah. legends but too. Good, honestly, good like- taste. Good taste. Good taste. Yeah, notching your belt up, you're like, well done, Tay. Yeah, I'm, I gave her props, especially you, when Tay. she was dating uh, the Calvin dude. Harris? I wasn't mad at that actually, but when she was dating the dude from um, uh, that, the, he's in a lot better movies, but from Avengers, the lo guy that plays Loki, yeah, Tom uh, Huddles, Hiddleston. Huddles. Yep. Oh, dope Huddleston. actor, great style, like kind of like, did not seem like a, a Taylor Swift nope. uh, type actor. Like, oh, you're getting a little class. Tay. She swagged him up a bit. Swagged him up. Or he swagged her up, I should say. You think she's going to, never mind, I was going to make a, a, a shitty Me Too joke. Uh, Not tonight. And then uh, Dev Hines just <laughs> continues to continues to, to to push the fields of of expectation. He's got a uh, uh, Dev Hines, aka Blood Orange, has a uh, has a classical album coming out. He's, I love it. He's working with the uh, the Third Coast Percussion. I say that like I know who that is, but I don't. Uh, you, and the you, project is Title Fields. You and Seb weren't. Were you high on the last album? Uh, Seb wasn't. I no, know. Well, which album are we talking about? Are we talking about the EP that he just put out or the- No, the, the one before that. Ghetto the Baby. Full length Ghetto at Baby the end of last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Okay, so did I. Loved I. It. Seb, it was, Seb it was Seb okay on it. Seb really liked her right. last EP. Got it. He's cool, but he's similar to James Blake. I, I See, I would compare these two guys a little bit more, James Ooh, Blake and Blood Orange. That's not fair. They're both, doing, they're both doing incredibly original stuff within their fields. R&B, I'm going to call it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Sorry. Seb gave me AIDS. Um, um, fighting it. <laughs> fighting it. Uh, Prep. Yeah. Um, but but there's still there's still a lot of there's still some some mainstream interest in in what they're doing. And I don't think either artists have have, have hit their stride yet. Dev Hines or James Blake. Not to not to beat a dead horse here. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on this because that might be one of the nice things I've ever heard Shame say. Going back to like. Because what he's saying is that James Blake essentially has so much ceiling to get to. Like, he's just got so much space sure. to get to that ceiling. Like, he's got so much talent that he can get there. And that's, that's a damn right nice well, thing. Well, you put you me there. in a shitty position, Jay. So, I don't want like to go Friday at night. James Blake. You forced my hand. You <laughs> I forced your that. hand. But you guys got to take the fanboydom out of. Like, who's your favorite artist right now? Is it Bonavera? Favorite artist? Artist going, all genres. Like, who's your favorite artist? Most excited you are for an album? Doing the most Kanye. interesting shit. Yeah, Kanye? Kanye? Kanye, yeah. We might as well be like, this Kanye. isn't, yeah, right, so I'd go Kanye, Kanye or fucking Justin. Bonavere, yeah, for yeah. sure. So Bonavere is probably two for you? It's hard because Bonavere is like, he's there. He's, so I, he's where he's supposed to be. He's where, like, you would have, if if you listened to it to Fremma, you'd be like, dude, this guy's gonna be, 
like it's it's insane where he's gonna go. It's a great uh, album, by the there's way. There's a lot of artists out there like like Childish Gambino, like uh I don't think I think the national we've already seen their best work. Um but like child let's use Childish Gambino as an example. Like he's just we don't there's a so much that's that's like predicated on on him as just a musical artist is is in hopes of what he's still gonna put out. Where he's still gonna go. Yeah. Sure. So it's hard for me to put him up there. I guess my so the excitement for you is like you like quarterbacks when they're like twenty six. Oh yeah, you you're looking for ceiling. You want yeah. you you're for potential greatness. Yep, yep. I don't want Tom Brady on my team. Oh, well, you might. You're a Dolphin fan. You might. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to be surprised. Feels large when it comes to that one. <laughs> <laughs> May take thirty one other guys. <laughs> we'll take fucking Tim Couch, dude. I don't care. Heard Tebow's available. Tebow, yeah. God bless. He's fucking now, so he's probably good. <laughs> this is the problem the whole time. This is my issue. Just had to empty that nut. Yeah, just get pounded out. <laughs> good to go. Uh, I I understand. Okay, so that makes a lot more sense. I, 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 we've gone on this topic. Yeah, there you go. Before. So I'll put it in that way. It would be like comparing Aaron Rodgers to uh, Patrick Mahomes. Let's okay. say James Blake is Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And Bonavere right, Aaron Rodgers. I'll take that then. Like so that, there's, there's, Pat, a, there's a high ceiling, ton of potential. Had a great season last year. MVP. Super exciting to watch. Yeah. He's not He's not Aaron Rodgers yet, though. No, he's not. You're yeah. totally right. All right, I'll, I'll take that because I like to prove myself, and I think I'm going to be right in the long run. Doubt it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this one is close to my heart, this, ne this next little piece of news, just because I don't think I would ever get a tattoo of like a, a movie to... As, and, for those of you out there that know me, we talk a lot about music. I, I, I like films, my shit. Music, movies, my shit. Good movies, bad movies. I just love watching movies. Uh, dude, Steve McQueen is my guy. Like, for everything, style. His movies are amazing. Yep. he's just my guy. So, Bullet, which is probably his most iconic movie. Um, not the best Steve McQueen movie, but the uh, one of the two uh, Mustangs. Mustang GTs, the 68 Mustang GTs that were used in the film is going to auction. And, and the interesting thing about this thing is not restored. So it still has the dents, the rust, the, everything that they mm. used. If I was rich, this I'd, I'd be all over this thing. Heartbeat. I'd, oh, you'd see me cruising around town in my fucking bullet GT. Dude, fucking fastback. Just yeah, I'd be wearing rip. my Barracuda jacket, driving gloves. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I'd be fucking fishtailing. Right? It's, that's a wild thought in its own right. Even though it's a classic, it's a wild thought. I'd be wearing my McQueen Persoles. I'd be <laughs> crushing it. You and Seb would be like kindred spirits. No, I wouldn't dude, let Seb Ford's. in that car. Ford no way. No, I wouldn't Ford let owners. Seb in that car. Right? <laughs> exactly. No, this is rad. This is cool. I'd put that next to my, my uh, Barack Obama basketball jersey if I was rich. <laughs> I think that's the thing with like fucking Steve McQueen is it just, it doesn't get any cooler than that guy. And like mm. the fucked up thing, I think with like as prevalent as media is and how much we know about celebrity and things like that, it will never get that cool again. Like there's never going to be someone who can be you, that cool. You couldn't be more right for, the, for everything that you just said. It's really the level of exposure you get now. There's so much about Steve McQueen we didn't know about in that time. Yeah. And so what we have about Steve McQueen is the stories and the pictures and the movies. The legend. And you're just like, dude, he was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you know. What's the closest to him then? Leo? I, so I... I, I Leo's think, legendary. No, 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 no. I think Leo's a different... Actor, I don't think because Steve McQueen wasn't like a great actor. Yeah, he Steve was, McQueen he was awesome at being Steve McQueen. Fucking man. Uh, I think, I think, I think 
Pitt is is getting there, but mm-hmm. he's more Redford. Uh, I think Gosling had a moment where he could have been. But also the, famously, and this is another th- great thing about Steve McQueen is his image was very important to him. He was he was supposed to be in Apocalypse Now. He's supposed to be Martin Sheen's uh, Willard. He's supposed to play the main mm. thing, and he famously turned the role down because he didn't want to cry on screen. He was Got just it. a man's man, and whether yeah. that's cool or not, like you could argue like the. The properties of an artist and all this shit, but whatever, like. But he got it, you know. It was, yeah. It was, so what, yeah, it, that, that uh, you're right. You can, I, I, I agree with you there, Bond. There's, there's not going to be like, there, I don't, I don't think there literally could be because we're, we would just know too much, and it's, it's once you've said too much, you're, you're not the, you'll never be the, you know, it, the legend who you could. He's be. a better actor than McQueen, but who kind of is similar in a weird ways in the way he treats his work life and how much little you know about his personal life is Benicio del Toro. You don't know anything about Benicio Toro's personal life. Yep. You never see him in the tabloids. He kind of just shows up, makes great movies. He's cool as fuck. He doesn't need to, he defies, like he doesn't need to be in shape and he's still a sex symbol. Like, True. you know. Same would have been said about Brad Pitt until recently with the Angelina Jolie thing, that divorce. Yeah. Other than that, he was yeah. pretty well, much Well, Jennifer Aniston, Gwyneth Paltrow. He's had some pretty high profile. No, that's, he, I mean. He did, but it was just a relationship. All of their yeah. stuff yeah. was off. Yeah, the, nothing got messy. Nothing got messy until the last I heard a, I heard an interesting thing about Pitt, and I don't know, if I'm, uh, this is a, this is purely a rumor, but it does make sense. Uh, all the stories are true. He's like the greatest hang in the world. Loves to drink wine and smoke weed, and uh, oh. so he's he can't date because he's so high profile, and because of the way media works, you know, dick pics, people sleeping after they fuck you, like all that stuff. So it's all high class hookers for for Mr. Pitt. You know what? Good for him. Good for fucking him. Yeah. Like if I didn't, if if all the money in the world, wow. I live in a hotel. I Signing would just, an NDA. Sign an NDA before you walk those in the good, room. Those good ones where it's like it's like probably they, it's probably ten grand a pop. They know, yeah, because yeah. th- that's 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 how they make that yeah, cash. It's a reference business. Yeah, you like know? you ten grand a pop. Plus, that's as gotta a, be as a, as a job. You get to fuck Brad Pitt. I was gonna say that's kind of a pinnacle moment for an escort, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Is you get to going to work walk, today. Get to, uh, gotta fuck Brad Pitt. Would have done it for free. It's like when you're the valet and you get to drive them like the Ferrari for like you know the three minutes that you get it, but. Uh, that's and he's pro- yeah, and he's like hopefully he's a little longer than three minutes, yeah. but I see where you're going with it. I feel like fucking Brad puts it down. See, I feel like it's the opposite. I think he's probably not very good at sex because he's never had to be. But he's <laughs> such a rat hang, and he's so good looking. Like I don't think any girl walks away not feeling unfulfilled by Brad Pitt. No, Look, we're having a conversation on how a woman feels after they sleep with Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but dude, could way, you imagine if he hit if he hit you with the Meet Joe Black Eyes, dude? Oh yeah, it's over. Done. He doesn't have to do anything else. He could do that. Remember how awkward that sex scene was? And it still was like, he's every girl only, wanted to bang him after that. He's the only guy that doesn't look like a douchebag with a derby on. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's He's literally true. the only guy that does not look like they need to get kicked in the head for wearing a derby. But he also made a lot of dudes think it was okay to pull off a derby. It's kind of Because funny. he was able to do it. So I don't know. I kind of blame him. <laughs> you caused this. Well done. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of bad derby wears out there that people think are cool. I'm saying, oh, you okay? I'm saying like I'm people saying probably saw Brad culprit. Pitt wearing a derby. Yeah, he like, doesn't help. I can fucking do that. But I'm sure then they saw like a uh, uh, fucking Jason Statham picture of in a derby, yeah. and they're like, ah, just I love, always acting. I love angry. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Meg. Want to look like that guy? He's another one who I feel like won't cry in a movie. Like no, if he got he's probably to. a good hang too. Yeah, and I also feel like he's got to have in his contract somewhere you can't die because I don't think he's ever died in anything before, has he? 
I mean, I haven't seen a lot of his action movies, so it's hard to <laughs> So full of shit. <laughs> you haven't in. seen Transponder 93? No, uh, tra uh, Transpot, no, uh, Transporter. <laughs> Trans Transporter? Uh, no, and I haven't seen The Last Two Fast and the Furious, and I didn't see The Meg, and I, but I every single time I watch Snatch, I'm just like, fuck, dude, this guy is so good. No. Is so good. Real question. If you still had Movie Pass, would you see Hobbs and Shaw? No. Swear. Swear. It's not even go. like on a Sunday after you burn I'd through. watch it on HBO. You would? Yeah. On a Sunday. All right. <laughs> or like on one of my like sleepless nights at two in the morning. I was going to say, that's yeah. like a movie you put on like if you've had a really rough day Or you're work. doing something else. Like you're not just, just watching the movie. <laughs> you don't need to focus on the dialogue, you no. mean? You don't have to follow the story no, too closely? and I like The Rock. I genuinely do. Uh, but like it's... it's Got married this weekend. Yeah. Props to The Rock. Yeah, good for you, Rock. But now I'm tired of The Rock, too. Now you'd be tired of The Rock. Because I feel like he just used to, like, at least try to do cooler stuff. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just making that up. You know. can't. He's just, like, the perfect human. Every time you see people talking to him, he's like, oh, here, let me just give you money. You're homeless. Oh, let me just do this. You're, you seem like a nice person. He's always doing these super nice things. I don't think he's ever been mean to anyone ever. I got a theory that I think The Rock's actually, like, Jesus. <laughs> no, I think he's he's Illuminati though. Probably the Rock's probably Illuminati. He doesn't have enough hair to be Jesus. He has none. He's like reverse Jesus. Whoa, 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 dude! Like you can't <laughs> yeah. be one saying that. That's important. Well, yeah, I can because I look like locks. him, dude. You do. Come on, man. Uh, Check the velvet painting. But we're, while we're on the movie subject, we got we got the second trailer for uh, Rambo: Last Blood. Now, I have to say, uh, we made uh, we made fun of the synopsis when when I read it here on the show, and then we we got a good laugh over the first trailer that had Old Town Road in it. <laughs> Obvious, just hey, people love this song. This is a really good trailer. The trailer looks dope. This is Tim going is, after the cartel. Oh yeah, like let's let's just a, get it. Oh, and then there's callbacks from Rambo three in there and Rambo two. Like yeah. they're they're plugging the, bow. The, the nostalgia, the bow, the fucking night. Like they get it. They know what they're doing. I think Stallone. Go fucking see Stallone, it. as much of a a dickhead as he is, like he knows he understands his brand pretty well. Hundred percent, he does. He's not confused about it. Like. His two daughters, have you seen them? Hmm. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, dude. They're like 18 and 21. One of them goes to USC. He's bombed. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. He No, he's getting what he fucking deserves. Like, hey, almost Haley Bieber, like, oh, level hot. Goddamn. Yeah. Which is miraculous, considering he's not the greatest looking human. No. Well, he's married to Jennifer Flavin. She's like a supermodel. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, in... Luckily, the, they took after her. Yeah. In a normal world, like, you imagine meet a chip girls. with his face. And you go back to meeting nose. fucking Sly's dad. But he's like, just like, you know, Well, yeah, go, going like, over oh, there. God. He's a pretty funny Instagram follow. And even better, his brother is all over his Instagram, Frank Stallone, who's like famously like the bad knockoff. Yeah. It's like Frank Stallone and Don Swayze were like the two bad brother knockoffs. Dude, one of the uh, best bits in anything in SNL when fucking um, Norm MacDonald would always call back to Frank Stallone. Yeah. That is one of the funniest fucking things. Yeah, yeah he's it? hilarious. Well, Frank remember Stallone. and then Mike told us the story about Frank Stallone and Gold's Gym? No, which one? He were uh, he was walking by and Frank Stallone's hitting on a chick, and he's like, he introduced himself. He's like Frank Stallone. Yeah, that's Stallone. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, he's playing it up, cashing on it, dude. Yeah, would he's I would. kind of you know he it's like some Charlie Murphy shit. I wonder if that's what they based uh, Vinny Chase's brother on in Entourage. <laughs> Sounds very similar. Similar. Who is Vinny Chase's brother in it? Fucking the slapdick one. Yeah, the the Matt dude like Dylan the, or whatever his name yeah, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right there. No, what. Well, I think they were that, brothers. No, I think that was based on Matt Dillon and Chad Dillon. Oh, really? 
Yeah, Chad Dillon's real younger oh, brother is oh, Matt oh, Dillon, oh, who's oh. a way bigger actor. I oh. think could be wrong because Matt Dillon was huge for for a decade. Yeah. Rambo: Last Blood. I can't wait to see it. I'm excited to see it. I'm in. Not in the theater though. A little movie news. Uh, Apple's just announced uh, the morning show. We'll start Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell. A staggering $300 million price tag Whew. over two seasons of this series. Officially the most expensive TV show ever. Is that 10 million an episode? 15 million an episode? <coughs> oh, 20 episodes? 15 million an episode? It's fucking crazy. God damn, that's good Game of Thrones and numbers. Most of, most of that's probably going to Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, well, it says Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoons are making at least 1.25 each episode. Jesus. It's a pretty good rip. It's a pretty good day at the office. So what are they making, $40 million this on this This is thing? just going to be another nail in the coffin for Netflix. I mean, the type of money that's getting thrown from these, you know, Apple's getting ready to launch. Obviously, yeah. Disney's just... It's, and we've talked about on the show before, Apple has how much in the bank? Yeah, Something obscene. Not, you know what the, fuck, the fucked up thing about this isn't like the nail in the coffin you're talking about is literally we're just going back to a normal TV model exactly. where we're just going to have channels. Exactly. And we're paying for them. We're paying per channel Yeah, is all we're doing. Yep. All the networks are going to get edged out unless they start launching. Or You're going to get, you know, the bummer about all of this is you're going to get a lot more um, conglomerates. Yeah. You're going to get a lot more mergers and, and things happening, I think. I did read an interesting thing. Uh, I know we've talked about the Netflix thing to death, but I did read an interesting article over the weekend that uh, a lot of people are, are you know, because when Netflix started announcing their original programming numbers, uh, we talked about this a million times. Like, that, they seem just silly. You know, 5 million, 7 billion. I'm sorry, 5 billion, 7 billion, and then now reported a double-digit billion. Um, and we talked this year also about how terrible the programming's got or how sparse yeah. the interesting shows have gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, that Netflix might have fucked up in the sense that they've gone after huge names. You know, they've they've uh, you Brad know they, they've got Fincher. Well, it, no, it's the people making the show. So they got Fincher, uh, inked in. They've got uh, Ryan Murphy, who did all the American Horror Story stuff and yep. American Crime Story. They just signed a huge thing with Shonda Rhimes, Grey's Anatomy, fucking uh, all garbage shows. Uh, and there's a couple of them. All garbage. I hate Sean. No, it's, I, 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 I agree. With, I can agree with you more on that. And <laughs> it was just such a good just, call. There's a lot of speculation that. <laughs> that that because Netflix is going so top heavy with David Fincher excluded on this uh, network successes and that network formula that a lot of the the cool artistic shows that uh, we used to appreciate out of shows like Netflix because they can do this stuff. Yep. Uh, are falling by the wayside after one season and two seasons because just the budgets aren't there. Yeah. Right, and I'm sure those big shows that you just mentioned, while the three of us would never be caught dead watching Grey's Anatomy, yeah. are going to put the middle America Grey's butts in the seats. still on. Yeah. I, is it really? That's yeah, still a show? Which, how the fuck? Like, you know what's funny? There was a really interesting... There, there was an amazing yeah. article the other day about the formula of uh, doctor TV shows. It's all the same. Yeah. Every one of them. You never ER, run out of, but you never run out of storylines. It's just you can cases. Always do you can just shit. tap it's the into same thing with with cop shows. Yep. It's CSI, same yeah. thing. They're like, oh well, there's it's endless. Here's a child molestation case. Yeah, there's another one of those. Like, you can just, and you can base it off real life. Because that's what I mean. And new things happen, and yeah. it's weird where that's that's the first thing Jason went to. Child molestation case. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, look into that. Dun that, dun dun. With that beard. Bum bum bum. Screen by Epstein. Can we, but hey, but listen, personally. I don't. I'm, this isn't going to make me sign up for Apple TV. Steve Carell he hasn't done anything good in a while. I'm not a Reese Witherspoon fan. Definitely not a Jennifer Aniston fan. Uh, hold, uh, okay, hold up though. 
Here's the thing with with Jennifer Aniston. I would agree with you, except her, her role in Horrible Bosses gave me hope that like putting her alongside of Steve Carell or something that effect yeah. might be fucking I interesting. I don't think that they're, and I don't think either of those three, like Reese Witherspoon was great in the first season of uh, Big Little Lies. Yep. Uh, I just- I'm watching it. To me, to I'm, me, I'm more interested in, in the, the the people creating the TV shows. TV is, mm. is much more predicated on the on the on the writers and the the showrunners. Do you think about this album based on producers? Fair enough, but what was the last thing Steve Carell was really bad in? What was, the, what was the last thing he was good in? Vice was garbage. Steve Carell? Yeah, I didn't watch Vice, but Vice was garbage. He's Where been great. Big you Short. Love, you love Dan Almighty. The Office. You love Dan Almighty. Can we go back to the Big Short real quick? He was. <laughs> he was great. Cool. He should have won an Academy Award in that. Movie. He was great. Uh, he's good. I'm I, just saying. I, he's just his. He, he hasn't. Fucking amazing in the one with Timothy Chalamet too. I love that movie. Really, I thought actually he was that wrecked me. But I thought he. I, I actually thought his performance kind of held the the, the movie really? back a little bit. Yeah. Oh man, I loved him in that movie. I thought he did he's such good. a good job. He's good, but I just. <laughs> he's another guy that I think he's gotten to this point where he doesn't need to take chances anymore. Really, you think so? I feel yeah. like he's taken. As far as people in his lane, where he could have easily been the the guy from Anchorman, yep. he could have been that slapdick dude his whole Everybody, life. But nobody wants to stay in comedy. Well, how much hard? It's so hard for him not to be cast as Michael Scott for the rest of his yeah, life too. And he and he broke out of it. Like he's yeah, yeah but there's a long, long, long list of huge, huge sitcom stars that have segued into serious acting. It's kind of the roadmap. Well, except for everyone else in the office. Minus Krasinski's having a little bit of a moment, but for the most part, but those guys but weren't still stars seems in the like show. Jim. Jim was a main character in the show, not Come like on. Steve Carell was. Steve Carell was the Office, absolutely. But yeah, those I'm guys were in every this. episode. Yeah, same with Jenna Fisher. They have not had careers post the Office. I hear what you're well, saying. You, did you ever watch an Office episode and you're like, "Fuck, Jenna Fisher's not in this scene"? No way. No, she sucks. There's nothing special about Jenna Fisher. There's a reason she doesn't work that much. Okay, but what's your argument? I want to argue with you. But I like, like Krasinski, I but like, I don't know. He's not. But there's Once also, again, anybody else could have left that um, show besides Steve Carell and it, it, it's business talking, as usual. In general, generally speaking though, when you have arguably like one of the largest, most popular sitcoms of a decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Defines really hard. generation of TV for sure. Yes. It's really hard for that main lead to get cast as something else. less that used to be the case a lot more, but only because I think as a as a consumer base and as viewers, I think we're more open to seeing like if Happy Days comes out in the in the late nineties, early two thousands, Henry Winkler doesn't get typecast as Fonzie because he's a good enough actor. I I, th- I think that I think that used to be the case. I just think it's a lot different now, and I think we're also a lot more open to seeing. Jim Carrey play serious roles or to see Tom Hanks play serious roles sure, or to see, you know. I'll give you a perfect example and maybe this is just me, but I can't I can't see Jerry Seinfeld as anything besides Seinfeld. But he doesn't try. He's never even tried to go serious. He doesn't need to. Right, that's what I mean. Like those, the, I don't know if he could. He definitely could. You think I mean, so? Yeah, you put him in a Woody Allen movie or something. Yeah, hundred percent. He would fucking play himself in, in a Woody uh, yeah. Allen movie. He would play himself, Shane. Sure, but comedians have great timing. <laughs> they do. That's why it's so much easier. That's why it's so much easier to segue. So you think I, I don't, we got way off track yeah, here? But going back to it, you're 
The, the original argument was that... Name a comedian that we, failed as a leading man in the series roles. This started... Hold on, hold on. This started... We can go back to that. But this started as you saying Steve Carell hasn't really done much. No, I'm saying his He's track record... interesting. He, no, no, no. I, I just don't think... Other than Big Short, the last five years haven't been that awesome oh, for Steve Carell. <laughs> on the other side, you're arguing that Steve Carell could do anything he wants because he was a great enough actor to do so. So which one you're is it? Well, those are two different arguments. You're saying my, he, argu your, my argument was, hey, Steve Carell hasn't been very interesting to me in the last five years. Your argument is, but what are you talking about? He made it out of the office as a serious actor. I'm completely agreeing with that. He's great as a serious okay. actor. I'm just not very interested. You're in just not interested him. in anything he's done lately. No, because it. But you think he's a good serious actor? Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. I don't All think right. Carell's a bad actor by any okay. means. But you're not interested in the show. You wouldn't watch it. I'm not going to sign up for Apple to watch it. If it was on something I already had, yeah. But hey, maybe Apple's going to get more shit. Well, obviously, if they're dropping three hundred million on this thing, this is a weird they cast, though. Are. It's I'm, Witherspoon just living off that big little eyes cred, huh? Just checking it in. Well, there's a moment where she was probably yeah, legally blonde. Huge, yeah, legally bro. blonde. Those were huge movies. They though. were Sweet Home movies. Alabama. Those were huge movies. Hey, real talk. Know? I like Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I fucking yeah. I know you do. I've never no, seen it. I've never seen it's a good I've fucking never seen flick. Any. I like Josh Lucas though. He's in it. Oh man! Wow. The thing is, Yellowstone, it's, random Yellowstone poll. I know, like you just fucking love Yellowstone. Like any, you, I don't love it as much as he does. I love Yellowstone <laughs> in the sense that it is, it's not Fast and the Furious. It's somewhere in between there, where it's, I know what I'm signing yeah. up for. There's You're not th being challenged. There, I'm not being challenged. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that and I'm going to be able to <coughs> smoke a joint and I'm going to fall asleep right after or maybe in the middle of it and I'll pick it up later. Just watch the next episode haven't missed yeah, shit. Haven't missed shit. Oh wow, they're all mad and angry. There's but before no I, one that's nice in the show. Before I jump off, the only thing like that, I Jennifer Aniston in like the dramatic role, again, that's where I'm like, I would want to at least give it an episode or two. The amount of fucking money they're pumping into it. Exactly. So like there's got to be something you there. You know, you're the, he's, he's lying. No, I, 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 got, I literally just told you my stance. I can't afford any more fucking outlets. Between, between Hulu, ESPN Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime, well, they're gonna HBO bundle, Go, what? and Showtime anytime, I'm fucking tapped out, dog. Well, you're going to get bundled here quickly with Hulu and ESPN Hulu Plus. Hulu and ESPN and Plus. Disney. Yeah. Get all that I'm tapped one. out. Well, and we're going to get bundled too because... Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. You just cut your bill in half. My man. There we go. There it is. Uh, you know how that works. Hey, Bonner, you've been using my fucking Netflix account. <laughs> you can't fucking do that. That's that's like against code. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get back on it. Solange just continues to make good decisions. Uh, she, dude, she just announced, I guess it's kind of a residency at the Sydney Opera House. Fucking wow, that's great. legendary. That's pretty fucking great. That's huge. Has anyone done this before? I feel like they have, but it goes back to... Seems weird that no one It goes try. back to like... She's Beyonce's sister, and she makes really. She's an R and B singer too, but makes really good decisions with what she's doing. She and knows what she, she knows what she is. And yeah. she, she's definitely an artist, and this is dope. This is good for the brand. You know, it's an amazing it's performance cool. at the Sydney Opera House. Justin Vernon, Heavenly Father. Just Google it. Sometime. Just saying. You you guys keep wanting to argue like I hate Justin no. Vernon. You just killed the show. You're putting me in a spot. I'm playing uh, four dates. Wow, that's in, that's fucking huge. What's the capacity of the Opera House? I have no idea. I've never been. I've been near. Bonner it. went to an orgy <laughs> one time at the Sydney Opera House. Did or at you? least that was the name of the brothel. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's out front. It's outside yeah. to the left. It just yeah. It's like the Magic Castle where they put the they build the plywood castle thing. Yeah, yeah. They just do that with the Sydney Opera House. It's 
a good look. <laughs> Over in old look. McDonald's. Guys, I'm starting a business. I got to go. <laughs> um, and before we jump into the main topic, uh, we got a little update on the Jay-Z NFL news. So um, more has leaked yeah. about his deal with the NFL. Uh, since we recorded last week, a lot of people have come out uh, negatively about his association with the NFL. Um, it's rumored now, and this is rumored, but it's probably true, that um, part of his deal with the NFL, however he completes this this contract as player liaison, team liaison, player ambassador, and if NFL rich white owner ambassador to black people, uh, he's going to get a he's going to get the opportunity to buy in at a majority stake at an unnamed NFL team slash the Carolina Panthers. Well, it's. Uh, <laughs> But it says he's in the final stages of going with the Steelers. He's going to get 5% interest in the Steelers. Apparently. No, but they're saying majority ownership somewhere else. Somewhere oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's just the start. That's just the start. So Fuck, he's, he's going to have so much fucking money. Good for you, Jay. I don't for sure the this. Panthers or the now, Jaguars. Granted, those are the only two teams that are Neither trash. of us. I'll, I'll th it's got to be the Panthers, right? Jags are pretty terrible attendance-wise. They're playing half their games in <clears> London now. No one wants to watch them. Yeah, I just saw Blake Bortles on the Rams. That's funny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, now we're not. Uh, we're all white, so our issues Spoiler with this alert. are going to yeah. be a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we're right about Fourth this. Wall. Uh, to me, this seems like a win for the players. This is one less fucking racist, rich white owner that's going to be in the league. It sets a precedent. NFLs, well, all major sports are 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 very strict. It's not like you've been living under a rock you can't just say hey i'm a rich guy and the team's for sale i'm gonna go buy them it's very it's it's not in the tradition of, club. of normal yeah. capitalism it's a club you have to be approved to to, to buy in yeah i'm sure there's some some dicks you have to suck some proverbial dicks yeah some, i mean some goodell dicks even jerry jones dicks. even if you do have the money doesn't mean you can get in i mean famously yep. mark cuban traded by the cubs yep. a few years ago and they're like we don't want the student baseball yeah um i don't know if you guys i ended up watching the majority of the uh the sit down he had with Charlemagne the God and uh, Roger Goodell and Jay Z, and I see a lot more what uh, Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick. I see that side a little bit more of why as a black were, person you do. as a black as American why they were yeah. why they were upset. They the the argument being that <coughs> Jay said a couple of things. I don't think he meant it the way that people took it, but I think he said a couple of things along the lines of, you know. This is something, this is over now. Like, we're not kneeling anymore, right? He kind of like looked around, like, we're not kneeling anymore around the room. And like, some of those things were kind of like, okay, you're coming in here. I appreciated how matter of fact he was, though, whether, whether it came off politically incorrect or not. I, don't, I did appreciate his, the way, the way he carried himself in those responses. Absolutely. I There's think, a lot more nuance to how you could perceive it, but sure. The, the, I mean, having, and it's like what I told you that apparently I, Kaepernick's had multiple opportunities to sit down with the president to try to affect change, to sit down with the NFL. Don't forget, Kaepernick took a settlement from the NFL. Yeah, we still know. There's been rumors that, you know, anywhere from, from 15 million to 80 million that he got paid out. It's a weird place because I think part of it now is in uh, that Kaepernick wants his brand to be something to continue to fight versus not necessarily make up, but. What's the next step? Well, he became, or is it he more became like, a he became, became a martyr. He became a martyr essentially. That's what and I'm. And that's always something you know. But we're that's it because the, that's not easy. It's not. And from what I understand, he's been offered multiple job offers to be a, a backup, and he doesn't want to do that. 
Because I think whatever that money is doesn't really... He's going to make more with his Nike deal and everything well, else. And, and also, he to I mean, Jason, you know this. Uh, the role of a backup quarterback is to, well, back a quarterback. But more importantly, it's to mentor and it's kind of to be a, another coach. Yeah, you play with the second team. You're not really in it. Kaepernick has never really been that dude, even before everything went down. He's always been kind of a... And I, and dude, I, I, I love what he was able to do. Um, this entire thing has brought awareness to the issues that he was fighting for. I don't see... I, I think the argument that owners have now of him being a distraction if he's on the field because people are going to want to talk about a backup quarterback versus whoever their rookie is or whoever they're trying to win mm -hmm. games with... I could see how that would be an issue. And if he, especially if he has no interest in being a backup quarterback. Now, for me and you, I was joking with one of you or someone off the other day. I was like, what a great gig to be a backup quarterback. Great. Yeah. You don't have to do shit and you make a couple million a year. Yep. There's like three guys in the league that have made like $30 million and played like eight snaps. It's fucking phenomenal. You love Charlie Batch. It's my guy, <laughs> That's dude. Your guy, dude. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> 0 6 took a team to 0 16. Anyway. <laughs> I think this will be uh it's interesting because it was it seemed like low hanging fruit and it was smart of the NFL owners to find Jay Z to grab him and be the the face of you know trying to get past all of this stuff and move into a uh, a new era, if you will. But we'll I see. I always take it back. I it, it 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 makes a lot of sense to me with anything, not just racism or segregation or sexism. With any decision, Bonavere and James Blake. Um, if you ever want to get your point across, or you ever—I was, I wasn't taking a dig at you. I just mean dif differences of opinions. You know, when Chappelle came out and he he brought up uh, apartheid and how apartheid ended, and it's always going to be imperfect allies. It's never going to be, you know, I'm on this side and I need another delegate from my side to 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 push my agenda. It's always going to be somebody from the opposite side that brings that that in. To me. It, that's our problem with our politics yes, there's, right now. There's there's mon there's there's definitely economic upside to what Jay Z's doing, but I also think like in the long run, this is a big win, man. It's a fucking door being opened that hasn't win. been before, and no. that's where it's the only major sport that doesn't have a, a black. And owner. the NFL ownerships are fucking just like terrible, blatantly. It feels like blatantly terrible. Fucking plantations, dude. It does. It's, it's so like it's such a weird thing it's to gladiators think gladiators fighting. Yeah. Well, not only do they go out there and essentially. Couple guys have ended careers and not been able to walk. I mean, last year Ryan Shazier broke his spine. Yep. And then homie and then, on the Dolphins that just lost his arm. Yeah, and then off the guy, field, but but then you look at all of that and you're like, okay, that's pretty gnarly that you'd sign up for that. But the that football's the only sport left in American sports where you could that could happen to you, and you don't even have to get paid on the rest of your contract. Well, yeah. he fucked his back up. We can cut him next year. It's like yeah. Baseball, basketball—it's guaranteed money. Yeah, you can get paid if you if you have a season-ending injury or a, or a career-ending injury. I do get the I do get the argument though that it's it's equal in the sense because there's just more players, but because you're going to give them, if it's guaranteed money, the contracts are just going to get lower. No, it's going to be the same thing. No, they won't because they have to use the salary cap. The salary cap's based on two hundred million dollars, and they have to use a certain percentage of it to be in. Yeah. To, to be up to snuff with the CBA. Well, let's jump into the main topic. Uh, the Atlantic, great fucking publication. It is. As far as the, the this new era of, of, of publications, Atlantic is awesome. Uh, 
they, they came out with a piece on Joe Rogan. Why is Joe Rogan so popular? Really interesting piece from top to bottom. Um, Joe Rogan obviously started as a stand-up comedian, host of Fear Factor, the voice of UFC, has become just a mass, way bigger in podcasting than he did in comedy. As uh, Katie said, Bropra. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it is. It's just fuck. It's <laughs> so bizarre to watch people. You're like, oh, this gives you, like, this is your, this is your Where's Waldo of fucking reading. Yeah. It gives you, it gives you access like the, to something the, where it's like. The, the basic bitch, uh, the basic bitch educational hour. And I'm, you know, I'm not mad at, like, he's. No, it's not he, his fault. But, like, he's, and he's a fucking intelligent dude. Like, he's. Super intelligent. He's great. It's just one of those things that I've found myself, like, I get a weird judgment when people are like, oh, yeah, no, I like, like, su- like, the fans are super fans. And I, it's not that you're mad at him. You're just like, I know what I'm getting into with you. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, though, because he really does have this super tough guy. I work out every day. Like, typically speaking, most people on the left would probably think that kind of dude is kind of broy and douchey. Yeah. But he'll sit down with like a Harvard scientist or everybody. Or, man. He talks to everybody. Yeah. Alex yeah. Jones, a Yale professor, Elon Musk, Bernie Sanders. But I mean, he I mean, I'm sure he'd have Trump on if he could, or fucking Pence if those guys would go on. Right. He's know. he's talking. I'm sure to, he's he's definitely sat down with a bunch of Republicans. I don't have. Any problem with what he's doing? In fact, and there, there is moments, and the, the article is really good. I suggest you read it if you haven't. But I want to say it's a she. Devin is the writer. She, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has some great points about like if her if his his core audience is this like middle aged white dude who's kind of probably mostly a conservative, and he's sitting down with these hyper intelligent people and like teaching people about molecular biology. And you're going to get someone who would probably never went to college to actually listen to a two-hour podcast about it. I mean, I, I'm not mad at it. He built a, he's he's at the number two podcast on iTunes for like two years in a row. I mean, it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And and he the the Elon Musk thing really put him on the map. You got Elon Musk to smoke a joint on air and crash his stock. <laughs> like everything about him is uh, it's he's an he's a really interesting case study because I don't think he's that funny. As a comedian, like I watched his last stand-up on Netflix and whatever. Yeah, he's a likable dude. But he's just a likable dude. A likable guy. Do so you guys ever watch News Radio? Yeah, News Radio. Yeah. I mean, and he played Joe Gorilla. He basically, he basically fucking played, played himself. Theorist, and it was yep. amazing. Yep. No, he he's interesting. And, and the flack he takes in this, there's like the, they point out the Elon Musk interview. Uh, and I didn't realize he got so skewered for that interview because I thought it was it was fairly informative and entertaining. And, yeah. you know, obviously the, you know, Elon Musk taking a hit off the joint was the, was the takeaway, but that was the main. Um, yep. to, to me, Joe Rogan's not sixty minutes. Like Joe Rogan's not. Uh, he's never a blasphemous reference, but he's not Charlie Rose. He's a he likes to hang with people and he likes to discuss people or discuss with people their thoughts and and explore their intelligence and, and that's drink, what drink whiskey and smoke weed. And, but yep. there's fourteen hundred episodes of this. Fourteen hundred. Dude, and honestly, if and he's not die, trying to be that guy. He's no. not trying to be those people you just mentioned. And God bless you, dude. If you could sit through a single full episode of Joe Rogan because that ex- that exceeds my attention span. It doesn't matter who the guest is. Right? I, okay, I thought I was the only one. No. I couldn't even get through the whole Elon Musk one and I was like, no, really yeah, interested in there's it. there's no, there's, it's, I, yeah, it's too long. It's too dense. It's like fucking reading the Iliad or something. And I think, too much. I think as, as we sit here in the Control Forever podcast room, it does give me a lot of hope that the number two podcast in the world has some of the jankiest production of all time. And sorry, I just said the Iliad, which is only like a 
140-page book. <laughs> I meant Ulysses by James Joyce. Sorry. Correction. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to everyone Shout who's out to listening Homer. who knew that. Uh, <laughs> um, it's a good article. But listen, you, you get this big. He's. I know it said on here that he's the second biggest podcast. So I'm curious what number one is. But uh, Serial probably. Probably some bullshit. Like uh, Neon Black. He's the big... <laughs> That was good. That was good. I like you threw uh, that in there. Dude, this is what happens when you get this big. You you get scrutinized. Yeah. Regardless of what you're doing. And I don't think there's any part of what he's doing. It, it really t- it goes to great pains to outline who his sponsors are and the way he he promotes things. There's nothing there's nothing nefarious right? about no, it. At all. You know, there's dude. It's, it's, the guy is honestly in a weird it's he's the embodiment of the modern American dream. Yep. Yeah. And people he's, are sheep, dude. Most people just want to be told what to think and how to think and what to eat and how oh, to brush their teeth. How many conversations have you had with dudes where like you're like, you learned that from Joe Rogan? I've had yeah. so many conversations where I'm like, this is regurgitated bullshit. You did not think that up yourself. I know that you heard that on this on that podcast. Joe Rogan, another guy that looks like a dickhead in a derby. <laughs> True. <laughs> not pulling a True. derby off Joe. Would you say it to his face though? I think he'd be okay with it. I think he'd, he'd laugh. Yeah, because you probably know that he could fuck me up anyways. Oh, man. If you're a black belt, I'm pretty sure if you if he attacked you, it would be considered. I don't know. I saw Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that was a pretty great explanation. It's manslaughter regardless. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's manslaughter regardless. Pretty sure if you kill me, it's manslaughter regardless. Um, good for yeah, Joe. Yeah, read the article. Listen to Joe Rogan. He's great. He's a good fucking He's dude. Great. He's just at the top of the pile. Uh, we got some new music this week. Young Thug releases its third release in less than 12 months. Um, I guess he's officially calling this a full-length album. So much fun. Um, Enemy's keeping it a four out of five. Four out of five. I don't know if Seb says Enemy doesn't matter anymore, but they do. Because um, he doesn't I, live in I've England. listened to this album maybe <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, I know, right? It's your fucking publication, guy. Another reason why he's the worst Brit in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he probably like he loves the Gu- he loves the Guardian though. He hates tea. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't drink tea. It's hard to uh, drink that in your Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm not tea. mad at this Young Thug yeah. album. <laughs> There's two ways that we have to start reviewing hip hop because it's just all boring at this point. Like I'm just permanently bored. Okay, hold but on. on. Well, well, let's this put some context. Fine. It's not all boring. It's just so much is coming out that we've hit critical mass, and there's nothing. It's just this a lot of mediocre was, rap. It's fucking homogenous. It's just yeah. weird. Like there's nothing where you're like, oh, that was challenging or interesting or like Ooh. something I'm excited. Like nothing gets exciting. Correct. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Fuck. We're like the 1975 are putting five weeks of promo into a <laughs> single, yeah. and we're sitting here talking about. A third album from Young Thug in 2019. You know what hip hop's not doing? August. Hip hop's giving up on blowjobs. Hip hop is not fucking giving you any excitement. <laughs> like it's just like it's a great point. God, I feel like I, I know what a woman feels like now. Thank you, hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> You've given up on foreplay. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm not mad. I mean, this is it's this 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 album's great. cool. This album's cool. If this album comes out two years ago, it's a great album. It's just we're just man, we're we're in a spot where. It's just, there's just, there's too many rappers. I can't even, I want to hear something new, man. Yeah. But young, the thing I, where I get caught up on this, like, if there's rapper, you know, we talk about everybody on the show, for the everybody in the mainstream at least, but, uh, dude, Young Thug was at the front of the fucking SoundCloud movement. Like, this is kind of his whole thing. Totally. The, yeah. the Lil Izzy Verts, and yeah, there's been arguments that even Lil Wayne, to a certain extent, like, have, have, have kind of bitten off his style. 
so I guess he deserves listens on on that point. This is much better than the Last I can't two. even think of the the Jeffrey album or whatever. And then the I mean, it doesn't have like that that Rocket Man song. It doesn't have like a a radio hit on there like that. But it's cool. It's all good. I don't know, man. Tool is on Spotify. It's hard for me to listen to new. And then music. we got an ASAP Ferg album, which I haven't <laughs> listened to yet, but I've I've heard it's it's kind of disappointing, similar to his last album. I think Ferg is might be relegated to a great feature artist. He's dope. I love him. Ferg and Rick Ross. He's cool. Greatest greatest things when yeah. added to it. Can we when added in? Is that what's missing from hip hop? Is that there is nothing that's being treated like a radio hit anymore? There's nothing that's being like produced where it's like, yeah, no, you need to fucking throw something. It's gonna have like a little bit more of a mass appeal. There is. It's called Hotel and Road. <laughs> yeah, and look and look how fucking big that thing was. Yeah. No, because look at look at Astro World. Uh, I mean, that was a massive album and. It's hard to like listen and be like, oh, dude, those are all going to be radio hits. But you, what you're, you what know? we're seeing right now is hip hop's losing its middle class. We're losing those those artists that kind of hover in this zone are falling out. What Chance a rapper didn't even get a number one. Lost to a white Christian rapper. A white Christian rapper. Well, no, you know, also, Port of Miami this week. It's not our imagination that hip hop's on a decline. They've only had uh, there's only two hip hop songs that have hit the that have charted number one on the top 100: Old Town Road and. Sunflower, the Sway Lee, yeah. Post Malone song, versus like six, I think, with last year at this point. Yeah. Um, so there's no question. Wow, we're on, it's worth happened. noting too. Old Town Road finally got knocked finally off. Finally got its knocked perch. off. At least it was knocked off with somebody good, Billie Eilish. It's crazy that bad guy beat it out. That song came I out. I mean, that album came out in February. I know, but, but it beat it out now. We're in. It took a while. We're in August. It took a while. It's impressive. A lot of black dudes wearing cowboy hats now. I. <laughs> Interesting enough. Darius Rucker's taking fucking Darius Rucker's like, so like pissed. Credit. What He's the like, dude, fuck, I've been doing dude. this since the 90s. <laughs> it's like, hootie, come on. Come on. Uh, let's look at the charts. Rock, holding strong. Slipknot number one. We are not your kind. I'm not a Slipknot fan. Um, They're cool. I am, but not, not... They're fine. Not of note. The album sounds like all their other albums. They're, they're in that metal world where it all just sounds the same, and it's fine. That's what their fans want. Yeah. Give the people what they want. Yeah, Rick Ross, Port of Miami, number two, a trip you read. A, a probably a rapper we will not be talking about 12 months from now, uh, 51,000 units. Billy Eilish. Trip you read needs Takashi 69 because no one, now that he's not beefing with Takashi, nobody gives a fuck about that guy. <laughs> I don't know. Number three albums and not the worst thing in the world. 51,000 units. Yeah, it's, it's like. Did that album come out last week too? Yeah. Man, that's not very good then. It's terrible. It's a little terrible. And then Drake stayed in the top 10 with Care Package. Laughing all the way to the bank. As he always is. Uh, W's and L's, boys, what do we got? I have a couple. All right, <sighs> hit us with them. I don't know if I give this to the... I am kind of want to give this to the world. The world takes an L because Epstein didn't go, get prosecuted. And we just found out today that he put $577 million into a trust two days Dude. before he... Hung himself, and I'm doing air quotes on hanging himself because I'm still not convinced. Because oh, you can't sue the trust, right? And cannot I'm sue the trust. Fucking sitting here like his hype man because that is goddamn insane. Two days. Two, Two days. days. Two That's days. Fucking nuts. Like it's come on, man. It's not really. And you, you know, it's supposed to be like everything was supposed to be left to his brother. They it don't would, know, and they're saying as of, well. The article I read before we sat in on this was they don't know who who controls that trust because they can't they they can't, they can't disclose release it. it right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. You wow. know they found uh, his chick. She was she resurfaced in California. Oh, they did find her. Yeah, Jesus. At a, and an In and Out. Someone saw her. <laughs> in and Out, dude, bringing the world together. Great press. Great press. Uh, the next one I have is 
the world gets an L again here because we lost Peter Fonda. <coughs> yep. That happened earlier this week, obviously. Hot take here. Hot take. I strongly dislike Easy Rider. I know. I, I was going to say. I find it to be like one of the most overrated films of all time. I get it. The, the visuals are iconic. I've never liked that movie. I never got it. And hey, Peter Fonda never had a big role after that. There's a reason. Peter Fonda, Peter Fonda, no, our thank friend, you. Yes. our yes. friend, the age of Instagram, I'm not going to say her name, I'm not going to put her blast like, put her on blast like that, but oh. in this age of Instagram that we live on where everybody has to RIP so-and-so, Yep. Oh. an RIP to Henry Fonda, who died in the 80s, <laughs> Peter's father. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm glad you brought that, that up. So good. So good. And was... then you called it, you're like, dude, I'm going to do Jane Fonda. You should have done that. Just oh, funny. fuck Barbarella. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of Instagram, We've hit peak asshole as far as influencers go. Okay? I was going to say peak asshole. I'll never be there. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Peak asshole as far as Instagram influencers go. This influencer this week got roasted because she got in a motorcycle accident and there was photos of her from a photographer on the ground after the motorcycle accident and it looked like she was, it was staged and she wrote this huge thing about how Oh my god, I got in this accident, but it looks like a fucking the the photos are retouched. Jesus. She's since taken the pictures down. I, I read the story and I was like, why what the fuck are we talking about right now? Did you stage a motorcycle accident for fucking likes? Are we uh, there? We're there. We've we're there. been there, right? I think we're there. I don't know. After the fuck the, god, the influencers bad. taking pictures in front of the nuclear pool and Oh, hungry! Like there's nothing that can eclipse that. All right, that's like, that's true too. That's also a great story. We um, got there. Uh, and then my W, Succession, dude. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. That's Succession. Great. I'm gonna argue is the best thing on TV right now. At least in 2019, it's the best thing I've seen on TV. I'll say, other than Atlanta, of current shows running, it's the best show. But so far, and I'm not saying it's worse than Atlanta, but I'm just saying it's not. I don't look forward to it more than Atlanta. Mm, I look forward to it more than Atlanta. But either way, it's biased. Atlanta hasn't been on in two years. Fair enough. <laughs> you saw that? Jesus. Yeah. I Sorry, I got to take it back to that. <laughs> Jason just showed me the photo. Oh, and by the way, there's a photo with like a smart water bottle. Oh, yeah. And like, it's, she said it's, it wasn't product placement. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> it has electrolytes. It'll cure that road rash. I can't wait till it's done. Dead. Oh, all time. Uh, I no, had to show yeah. you that because you ride. Yeah, no, I'm like you wouldn't. You wouldn't just be fucking laying there letting someone snap. Like, holy shit! You know, what's, you know what's fucked up? I got excited. This makes me excited about the world we're coming into. It's just gonna keep getting weirder and more fucked up, <laughs> and like people tattooing babies for sponsorship shit. Like, it's gonna be a good time in like ten years. Mark my words, people. That's next, huh? Tattooing babies. Oh God, I just want real estate like on my child. Like a Coca-Cola logo on someone's forehead, on a baby forehead? Yeah, right? All right. You got any for us, Bonner? Yeah. You know what? The If I'm really honest, I have a W, and it's it's a joint W between you and Justin Vernon, and I really hate to bring this back up, but you called out the one-to-one with Heavenly Father, and I hadn't seen it, and I went and I put it on next to him. Like, it's fucking Insane terrible. performance. Literally had to rip an MP3 off it just so I could get it on my Spotify and listen to it. Basically, it was between that and Lover the entire fucking weekend. That that performance <laughs> is incredible. I, I sent it to Jason. And I've wa- I honestly watched all the videos you sent me. Oh, and he was listening. Like I said, I last listened, week you picked me up. He was I, listening to. I listened to all three albums. 
you know where I get in most of my music listening now is I have Sonos in my backyard and my kids are in the pool for six hours a day. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're just, they won't get out. Remember when we were that though? So, oh, totally. Yeah, it was like, and then something, life changed. And then I get, I, I'm an adult, like 30 minutes in the pool, an hour in the pool, and I'm like, I need to get out for a minute. So I just sit there and I watch them and I burn through all the Bone of Our albums and that's where I do all my listening. <laughs> that's good. Uh, I have got one L. It's a it's it's a it's a two pronged L. Um, Mindhunter premiered uh, the second season. Of Mindhunter no, uh, premiered don't tell this me weekend. It's an L. Uh, I believe four of the ep- it's David Fincher's show. I believe he directs four of the episodes, writes all of them, produces all of them. Uh, it, it's not very good. Fuck. It's really boring. But I'm not. It's definitely worth watching because. You get the the Fincher aesthetics and the tones, yeah. and there's really cool shit in it, but it does kind of fail. Um, and then another elf, I, I realized this over the weekend because I was like, "Fuck, man, Fincher has not directed a film in quite a long time." Yep. He was rumored to be doing the sequel to World War Z with with Brad Pitt. Um, he he's not doing that. Uh, and I looked on his IMDb. Yeah, so he has a he has a, a deal with Amazon Prime and Netflix somehow at the same time. He's got a film coming out on Amazon Prime because he's fucking David Fincher. So, but there's a good chance we never get another Fincher movie in the theaters again, and that that's the L for everybody because even Fincher making Gone Girl, uh, 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 a street level thriller about a couple, is fantastic in the theaters. Much less, uh, you know, watching Fight Club in the theaters or yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's just he's a unique director. Jay, so I the other day we we're talking my favorite working directors. I think I had him at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna Tarantino as a two and one. No, was... I had I I had Michael, Michael Mann, Mann number one. I had uh, no, I had Fincher two, and then I had Danny Boyle three. Was my what was the last Michael Mann movie? Uh, <laughs> Black Hat. Wow, rough Jesus. one, rough one. But we saw it together. Hey, we did. We did laying, watch in it a, laying in a Vegas hotel room hungover. <laughs> hey, let's watch Black Hat. With the, with the cur- curtains shut, where yeah. it was one of those, we went so hard the night before. We were just, you know when you were so hungover, you just wanted to be nighttime again so ordering, you can go oh, back yeah. to sleep. Ordering steak, dinners in the room, just, <laughs> just like, like pizza. pizza. When you order, we ordered like yeah. nine different things. Like what's going to solve how I feel? Just feeling as comfortable uh-huh. as, as, as possible. I'm going to watch Black, Black Hat, Hat and fall back asleep. <laughs> you knew it would. You're like, <laughs> and all, I a fucking There's nap. absolute problems with Black Hat and he put Hemsworth in it, but I like Black Hat still. It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's, it's just, a watch. If it has fucking anybody in the lead other than Hemsworth it's yeah. it's a pretty cool fucking film but well you 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 weren't buying uh Hemsworth as a nerd as a nerd hacker <laughs> that also knows judo or something like that yeah totally but in, in in his defense it's a fucking hard cast like hey, who do you cast for that anybody anybody, anybody but Steve Hemsworth Carell? yes in fact it's better with Steve Carell <laughs> I'm not even lying I'm not even lying that's way more interesting Hemsworth is him and Channing Tatum are the two worst leading men we currently have that get a shitload of parts. It's fucking terrible how bad they are. What's the what's the equivalent of white privilege for super good looking dudes? Chris Hemsworth. It's just that that's just it. Like just Channing the Hemsworth. I mean, most yeah, like most Hemsworth lead actors, yeah. most lead actors. Yeah. Handsome privilege. How many fucking dark lead actors are there? Not that many. Dark. Uh, he was he was saying they're because they're white. beautiful. You were saying he was saying the. 
The, I'm saying the beautiful, like, like the, you're good they looking. They just get so not just, white privilege. They just get away with whatever because. Oh, I thought you meant they were getting parts because they're white. No, 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 no. They get they get parts because they're. What's the equivalent of white privilege for just being well, ridiculously good looking? You're right, but it, it that started to change in the early 2000s because people realized like it's a lot more interesting. Like Christian Bale is a really good looking guy. He works really hard not to be good looking in yeah. his movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just less interesting. I don't know. Whatever. And Benicio del Toro's. He defies that. But he's a good leading parts. So he's a good looking dude, but it's a different kind of yeah. good looking dude. Now there is those dreamy eyes. Yeah. All right. That's all we got. Bonner, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Back to back. Thanks for having me. Bow, bow, bow. Seb's fired. Seb, you're out. Get it. Bye. Neon black. Oh fuck, I'm sorry. Was your first time? <laughs> yeah. This Bye. week? Yeah. Bye. <laughs>